Ladies, good evening. Good evening. So we spoke about last week. Did you listen to the tape? You heard it? Okay. Well, we have the whole week this week. She had nothing else to do. Um, you have the whole week this week. All right. So we spoke about we spoke about kibaravi uh, aim and honoring yourself and believing in yourself and seeing your self worth and your self value. So we're going to pick on a different thing of kavod. Today, although I, I, I thought I, you know, I continue to think about that kibbutz uh, even in dealing with some of the things I dealt with afterwards, what it really means to honor your parents. Why well, don't I think you at that? Because when you think about honor, and you read what we learned last week, what really covered, really honoring is, it's, it's a different galaxy, it's a different reality. And that really ties into what we're going to discuss now, and that is. The following thing. This is in says, The honor of your students is Your honor of your students should be like your own honor. The honor of your friend. Like the honor of your teacher. Your friend. Like your, now you have to understand what a Rebbe is. Rabcha. More Rabcha, you know, I mentioned last week, you, you know, in, in reference to Kibbutz Aviyem, I said the following thing, that if you're a chassid, if the Rebbe said something, if the Rebbe says, I need a drink, you see these chassidim, they run! They get up. You know, what would your husband do if Chacham Yosef and Yosef wanted something? How quick would he run? Very quick. Right? What if it was like 3 in the morning? Would he say, I can't wake up at 3 in the morning? If you had a call from Rabbi Yosef, he needs him to drive to Walmart and bring him a nail. What would he do? Everything. Everything. Why? Because he looks as a Rabbi Yosef, as a Rabbi. <laughs> your students should be like your Rabbi. Like that kind of honor, you literally feel an honor to Obviously, the applications are different. There's different applications. But the honor, the covered, the cover that you give a person... And the covenant of the fear of your Rebbe is like the fear of heaven. It teaches you how to serve Hashem. <laughs> person gives you life. Right? He gave you Shekhinah. He brought the, gave you life in this world. <laughs> That's a, a mission of us. The Gemara and Brachas, the Talmud and Brachas is the following thing. Rabbi was a Rebbe of Rabbi Akiva. He was a teacher of Rabbi Akiva. This great student of Yerucham and Zakkai, the, the generation after the second destruction, second base of Megdash, destruction second base of Megdash. Nichnas to Tamidah Levakro, his students came to visit him. At the, at the end of his life, he's on his deathbed. If you ever want to see, you know, if you ever want to hear words of wisdom, be at somebody's deathbed. I don't know if anyone's ever had that experience. Uh, unfortunately, I've had it too often. Um, and somebody on their deathbed, what do they talk about on their deathbed? Only important things. Right? People on their deathbed don't talk about silly, about silly things. They talk about really, really important things. So they ask Rabbi Eliezer, right? Eliezer. Students came to visit him. They said, Rabbi, teach us. I have to imagine Rabbi Eliezer ben Hurkanis. I mentioned Rabbi Yosef. 
Lazarus is the Rabbi of Rabbi Akiva. He's the Gadol Hador. He is the, he was the one of the two students who carried Rabbi Yochanan and Zakkai out of Jerusalem right before it's destroyed. You're talking about one of the greatest tzaddikim gedolim in the past two thousand years. Okay, Rabbi Lazarus and Hercules is quoted literally dozens and hundreds of times in Mishnayis and Shasa, the, 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 the conduit of Torah. And they're asking him, Rebbe, on his deathbed, if I were to go to any normal person on their deathbed, they would tell me words of wisdom. I'm telling you, I've been there. Okay? They don't talk about what the sports games are. Okay? And they're asking him, teach us life. We should merit. We should merit to live in the world to come. What does he tell them? The first thing he tells them. Wouldn't you imagine, you know, can you imagine that feeling? Somebody told me in the shul today, older person, they did their first tahara ever. They said like for two hours they thought about it. And then they went away. <laughs> uh, they, for two hours they, talk, they thought about it. And then, and then, and then, and then, and then, and then it went away. So, um, so, so he says, the first thing he says is his haru bichvoid chaverchem. Be very careful with the covet of your friends. That's the first, that's what he tells them. You want to get to Olam Haba. His haru bichvoid chavereyem. Be careful how you treat people. But not just how you treat people, the honor you give to others, the on, how you honor others. Zihirus bechvoid bekovid nechshavas etzlein. By us, when we think about when we think about our honor, nechshavas etzleinu kehilchas derech eretz greida. We think it's like a hilchas derech eretz. Ach Rabbi Eliezer, Gila Rabbi Eliezer teaches us zohi mida. That is the mida hamevia lechai ha'olam haba. That's the character trait. Not, I, I, you know, not even how you treat people, how you honor them. That brings a person to the world to come. Vim Cain, if so, himida shiyeshba skula pinimis. There is an internal um, skula treasure uh, idea here. This is the thing. Rabbi Elijah is teaching us this. That brings us to the world to come. Olam haba. The world to come, when we think about Olam Haba, it's created, it's an Olam Hapnimi, Lifnai Vilifnim. It's in the internal, it's in the internal world. Right? Olam Haba, we, it is, you know, Shabbos is Me'en Olam Haba, we have Shabbos in this world. It's, it's a reality of where we are. Are we people who all, everything about us is Olam Haza? <laughs> Do all we think about is money and pleasure and fun and food and my own needs, or do we think of Olam Haba, which is an internal world, which is an Olam Hapnimi? If you have your internal calibration, if you have your, your Hashkafa, your, your Valtanshan, your worldview correct, means your focus is on Olam Haba, now, which means, by the way, that we live in this physical world. So we gotta, but the, the way that we live here and now, if we, then are, we get Olam Haba. And my opinion and yet the first thing they ask Rabbi Eliezer, teach us how to get to Olam Haba, is treat your friends with honor. Like, why is that such a 
medium, such a vehicle for all of that. It's in the penimius of a person. It's in the internal world of a person. That's what we said earlier, a few, I think two, two weeks ago. Erika shal kedusha. That the value of holiness when you, you honor, it's what you value. <laughs> when you value something, you're going to honor it. Kudusha mechayevis kavod. Something which is holy, you'll honor. Lachen, his heroes bechvod chaverim, he orach chaim hamazake bechayim abad. Therefore, being careful the way you talk to people, the way you honor people, it teaches us how you get to the world to come. He said, If you can honor people, it means you're in touch with yourself as a mensch. As a per- you know what a mensch is? Mensch? Ben Adam, right? a person. You're in touch. When you're to honor people, you're looking beyond yourself. We're worried about our honor. <laughs> where's my covenant? You know, where's, where am I? And when you're thinking about honoring other people, when, that, when, you, when your focus is on others, when you're looking to honor other people, uh, that means you have an internal world. People are just worried about their pleasure, their honor, their thing. Their, you know, and to honor other people, well, see, it's not so easy always because you get to look what they want. What, an honor for one person is not necessarily an honor for another person. The Gemara says in Bracha Stafia, the Talmud says, they covered Habrias at some times, which is, there are rules for this, we're talking about it right now, which means that for human dignity, human dignity, it's talking about wearing, let's say, shotness or wearing in certain situations. If you have to walk around naked, you'd be mortified, you'd be humiliated. So if, let's say you're wearing clothes, you find the shotness, like these type of things, it's discussed. Kavit habrias is so great, human honor, that it's even doich lo Moshe Rabbeinu, right, there's a, we just saw this a couple weeks ago. Amr li bachar lanu anashem. To let us choose people. Hishve bazeh, and you see, Bacharlan let us. It wasn't I'll choose and you'll join me. Moshe was way greater. The Talmud says Moshe was a sun and Yeshua was like the moon in comparison. Tells Yeshua, we'll do it together. Right? He treated his students, his Yeshua, with honor. It wasn't like, Ich bin, I am the great one and you're my lackey. <laughs> you know, you're my servant, you're my Evid, you're my student, you're my student. You know who's... Who's in charge over here? You're second. I'm first. You care about your honor? Think about somebody else's honor. I, was, I saw an incident recently. I, 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 somebody got slighted. So instead of like moving on, they humiliated another person publicly. I couldn't believe it. They're worried about their honor. So they're willing to destroy somebody else's honor. Destroy some. So at least think about your own, what you want for yourself. What about this person? You, you, and this is your student. You're 65 years old. They're 20 years old. 
doesn't mean, you know, you're a student. It should be like your, your, like your thing of your honor. The Chazanish, you know, and the Chazanish was, the Chazanish was the greatest Tamil Chacham in Israel in the 1950s, was the Chazanish. Chazanish, there is not one camp, there's not one person who knows the Chazanish was the Gabal Hador, Chasidim, Svaradim, everyone went to the Chazanish. Everyone to the Chazanish. Even Ben Gurion went to the Chazanish. Okay, the Chazanish was a Golul Shadig Deilam. So he brings a Maisa. Shalach Pam Echad, he once asked a young rabbi in a yeshiva. Chazanish at this time is in his 70s, undisputed Gadol Hador, greatest sage of the generation. He asked a 30 year old rabbi, right, you were not even close to the Chazanish, uh, to come to him. And he says, um, I want to make a shidduch for this Talmud. Uh, and let's, you and I decide together if it's a good idea. <laughs> right? You and I decide together if it's a good idea. And then the Chazanish will decide. It's like, you know, obviously the Chazanish was going to be the one deciding to a large, but we'll decide, to, we'll, we'll do it together. Now, I, I had a friend who was a student of a great Rav. Actually, I, I learned Becharus many years ago. Someone called him Nisim Kaplan. You know Nisim Kaplan is from Harnof. He's um, he is a yeshiva Ramata, and he was a market share in the Meir Yeshiva for many years. And his brother Rav Naftali, his father Naftali Kaplan, his brother Chaim Yitzchak Kaplan was a Rosh Yeshiva in Pachad Yitzchak for, for many years, and now he's the Mashkiach of Chevron Yeshiva. It's a very big Talmud Chacham. So he, my friend told me he was speaking to Rav Chaim Yitzchak Kaplan. And when, he, when you ask a question to Rebbe Mr. Kaplan, he said, he didn't tell you what it was. He made you feel like you were answering it. Like he'd have this discussion, basically tell you the answer. It's, oh yeah, it's a great decision you're making. But it made you feel honored. Like you had, there's a way you make a person feel. There's a way you, you, you treat people. By the way, I, I, you know, I should give this lecture in Kaiser. In any hospital, I'm serious. You know what a, a patient, uh, you know, the, uh, a, a patient, how vulnerable patients are? Uh, wait a minute, I pick up the head nurse over here. All right? All right? Uh, how everyone, you're in the easy ward. I, I honestly, the, in, in general, labor delivery is easy. The ICU I find to be a lot more depressing. I'm not there anymore. Where are you now? Old people, is it? Is it? Would you find it be different than, than labor delivery? Actually, yeah, yeah, it's a lot different. Do you more pay? Well, people aren't really listening in labor delivery. And patients are listening. <laughs> they do very much in their own world, so. Right, right, right. Um, but really, you know, when people are vulnerable, when families ask a nurse or a doctor twenty times the same question, I mean, they're nervous. And I've, you know, I've been not there. I think I'm not there that often. But I'm there enough to see that sometimes the doctors listen, ma'am, I've told you this three times already. Right? You know. What? Where? Oh, Kaiser. I'm not against Kaiser. No, no, no. Kaiser happens to be a very well-run Kaiser. I'm not against Kaiser. But you go to words where they're asking questions and people are nervous and they're, they're pushing the doctors over and over again and they're nervous and the doctors are busy and that's what happens. You know? What? Yeah, I was only mentioning I only mentioned Kaiser because of our, she's a star of Kaiser. So yes. I, so I've been a Kaiser patient for thirteen years. I'm not against Kaiser. It's a good hospital. I didn't like Good Sam or O'Connor a lot less to tell you the truth. But I'm ever there. 
Uh, and the worst is Stanford. Uh, you know, <laughs> the worst. I, I went to court against Stanford. I was a witness. I, I was. You know, I mean, they're they're whatever. Uh, but but the point is here's the, the point. The the point is like this. You, there's a way you treat people, and even when you're in the power position or you're the older person, right, um, if you're a teacher in school, you know, you, you, there's a way of giving people COVID. The Chazanish said to let's us decide. Let's do this together. Because the Chazan Ish lived, your students' honor should be as great as your, your, your own. Or as Rabbi Eliezer said, his hero be careful how you honor your friends. How you honor your friends. You know, I'll get to the actually, I'm, I have something to say about the whole hope fire. Yeshla is Bainan, the Mishnah. So we should really think about what the Mishnah is telling us. This is the path to the Olam Habal. Really, this person is not such a... The Chazanish... Come on, who is he joking about? The Chazanish is him. This guy, this 30-year-old rabbi is, who, who, who pales and compares the Chazanish, they're going to decide together. Is the Chazanish... Is he joking? <laughs> is that a joke? That he's going to decide together with him? And the Chazanish is going to decide. You know, they'll talk about it... What, in the Mishnah itself, think about it. The Mishnah says, you're the Rebbe. You're the Rebbe. It means you, know, you have way more knowledge. And your Talmud is like you. Whatever you'd want for yourself, you have to treat him like yourself. Your peer, your Chaver, is like your, your Rebbe. You have to be above you. And your Rebbe, like Shemayim. Everyone is above Right? You raise everyone's bar. You're this, you go here. You're this, you go here. Rabbi, oh, why? So, the Rucham Lavavitz, who was the Mashiach the Mir before the Holocaust. Now, this is amazing, you say it. Ladies, it's good to came tonight. Just to hear this. It's very hard to give people the right honor the true honor which we're obligated to give them. If you aim here, you'll maybe hit the right target. Right? You gotta aim, you, you gotta aim for your students like yourself, you gotta aim for your friends like your teacher, you gotta aim for your teacher like Shechina. Because otherwise you won't give them the right covet. Maybe if you try higher, you'll get maybe you'll get to the right honor that these purple you need to give them. And therefore he asked Voba, what's so challenging? Why is it so difficult to give people real covet, honor, to honor people? And he says like this cover comes from uh the way we act, it comes from our internal world. We find a lot of things, a lot of negative prohibitions, a lot of losa says. It's forbidden, terribly forbidden to humiliate a person. Oh no, to make fun of people. You can't call a person a nickname if it's derogatory. It's to make fun of them. Um, 
So what you can't do is black and white. There's lots of blacks and whites of debasing, bimavaza, making fun of people, hurting people, saying difficult things, cursing people. But how do you honor a person? That's just no black and white how to honor a person. There's no fences. The only people, there's only three things that, you, that the Torah will discuss how to honor. Your parents, your teacher, and your spouse. There's, there's discussions how to do that. Right? Your parents, teacher, and spouse. But everybody else, covered Abrius, you know, how you, you know how you learn to honor different people from different backgrounds in different places? You need to have that inner world. The only way you're going to... I'm not talking about bearing with people. I'm not talking about not insulting people. Honoring. Covered. Giving everybody covered. Everybody honor. You know, everyone respect. Even the person who, who, who seems to be lowly or beneath you, or is annoying, or is challenging, or is difficult, or is a loser. If I hate to say that, what do I mean a loser? Right? I'm talking about about a loser, a person who tries, a person who makes dumb decisions. Like you said, they see some people, they hurt themselves. They, they They just hurt themselves. Like somebody asked me if I can help somebody recently. I said, I would love to help them, but they're not asking, and they're choosing to hurt themselves. <laughs> I, you can't, sometimes you just can't help people. But you've got to honor them. They're a human being, right? Sometimes, I'm telling you, I, I, as, as a rabbi, you deal with all kinds. If I, I was telling you, I, today I had, right, whatever. Um, you know, you, things come up. You know, so there are people who are really losers. I mean, it's, it's, it's a nebuch, they're misken. They're misken. They're, they're, they're jumping, they're hurting themselves, they're damaging their lives, they're damaging their jobs. Whatever they're doing, they're depressing themselves out. Whatever they're doing. So the, the decisions are detrimental for them. But in, in your personal relationship, you can honor people. You need to be able to honor them. That's a, that's a challenging thing. And he says, you know how you teach yourself to do this? Is the way you do, the real way you do, do cover amiti is not just do an, ex, an external act towards everyone. Is, so you can say, listen, every, I'll give everyone a compliment. I'll say, good morning to everyone. That's already a step. I'm, actually, I should tell you, this is a very serious thing. I'm not joking, by the way. Just yesterday, 100%, I'm telling you the true story. Yesterday, I'm walking home. Guy in my neighborhood stops me. Rabbi asks a question. Says, you're such a friendly guy. Tells me, such a friendly guy. Tell you, I'm, like, I'm running for politics. I don't know what I'm running for, but I'm running for politics. Such a friendly guy. How come some of your people don't, I say, I say hello to them, I say, they don't respond. So, so I'm not joking, by the way. It happened yesterday to me. Well, I, you know, I gave an excuse. I said to myself, like, you know, why in the world? This guy's not an anti semite trust me. He's a nice guy. He just doesn't get it. Maybe, you know. You know, he says, I'm really not bothered, but you know, like, he wanted to know, is there a reason why people aren't friendly back? Um, you know, basic, so you can say, basic cover for a person is if you see, you see someone, good morning, how are you, how's it going, to anyone you see. So that's a good thing. It's a, you know, turn, teach yourself to do an external act. 
Good morning, how are you? You walk by a person, good morning. Right? You see someone, good job is. Uh, what? That are here? I don't want to. Let's be careful what we say, please. We'll hold the. My wife's in New York. She's very friendly. Yeah, she is. Yeah, yeah but no, whatever it is. Yeah, I don't know if you pick a place. But. But. Yeah, but, but honestly, it could be. You're absolutely right. The, the, the culture of New York is that. The Gaisha culture of New York is that. Um, but, I mean, the general culture, I should say. But the, 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 point, the, point, the point is over here, you could say, the way I'll teach myself to honor other people is I'll do an external act. Good morning, good morning. I'll say, everyone, good morning. Or I'll open the door for anyone who walks through the door. And that's, by the way, you open the door for, instead of walking in and letting the door close on a person, you always open the door. That's it. That will teach you to do kavod acherim. Right? That's a nice way to teach you to do kavod acherim. But that, he says, is not the real way to do it. How do you really come to honor other people? Harikavod Amiti is Mavo Hamishtapech. Really, it comes, it's like an expression that comes from Primius Nafsho, from the internal world of a person. When you look at somebody and you're, you're able to see this person deserves honor, no matter what. And I use that word loser because you could look at somebody as a loser. But even though they're making bad decisions, there's something to honor in this person, in every person. And every person, he stopped us. To find a way to give cover to people, right? You know, I was zayicha. To marry, I'm very close to the Kamenetskis. Very, it's Rav Shmuel Kamenetsky, Rav Shalom Kamenetsky. Very close. Uh, to speculate this, but more this is Rav Shalom. But you know, they are experts. Telling you experts at giving covered to other people. You know, Shmuel can make everyone feel like a million dollars. Shalom, and that's they, they're amazing at this. You know, I used to bring law school students to, from University of Pennsylvania to their, to their house, to the Philadelphia Yeshiva. These guys would walk in there, they, you know, secular Jews to the core, um, you know, never having had Shabbos, something like that, so Shabbos, whatever it may be. They were terrified. They were petrified. They come to yeshiva, black and white. All of a sudden, they think they're like everyone's staring at them, and everyone. And they, they knew how exactly how to do. How, how are they able to people who are very different from them? And by the way, they, I'm making things. They get bothered by questions. The worst possible cases: people who are ruining their children's lives, people who are ruining their wives' lives, their husbands' lives, like people with real sorrows. Some of it's self-caused. You know, I'm, I'm mentioning this today because I just dealt with a case today where it's like such a nebuch uh, because a person does, is hurting themselves. And you say to yourself, like, you know, what are they doing? But you know what? I mean, I mean just to give you an extreme case, you still have to honor everybody. <laughs> you got to be able to honor everybody. You got to be able to look and to honor everybody. And by the way, when you honor everybody, you don't get the fights. You're able to have some influence, you know. You look to so and you, and most importantly, you're you're you, that's the derech lo'elam haba because such a person has an internal world. There's, there's, they have an internal world. Sometimes you look at people like I have nothing to do with them. I don't even, you know, I don't speak 
their language. They speak Spanish, I speak English. I, they speak French, I speak Hebrew. I mean, we're different people. You know, uh, you know in Israel, in Israel, they're Haredi, the Chiloni, the Mesorti, they're this Hasidi, they're this, Sardi, Ashkenazi. Make a difference. No, seriously. You honor everybody. Do you know if people live that way? You look at a person, I'm an honor. I don't have to agree with you, by the way. You don't need to agree with them. You need to honor everybody. If you can cover, just like you want to be honored, you need to honor other people. Everyone wants honor. We said it the first week. We all need, there's a human need for honor. And if we don't have a certain level of honor and belief in ourselves, we shrivel up. We, we don't believe in ourselves. For example, the Rabbi Rucham Lovitz, if he wrote this, Rabbi Rucham passed away 84 years ago. If he would live today, oh my goodness, so this has to be at least 90 years old. What would he say today? He gives instructions how to write a letter. Remember letters? Remember letters? I mean, today, if you have a letter, they're a stock letter. I'm talking, I'm talking like a letter where you write with your handwriting, messy, you know, dear so-and-so. And you have a beginning and an ending, you know, like a whole letter, uh, you know, which you write and you didn't just copy and paste from an old letter, like a real letter. So he has instructions how to write a letter. I'm, I'm going to be very honest. I don't text. I don't text, first of all, because I don't have my cell phone number, but besides that, um, I don't text because I really believe it's such pachasimidus for many people. I'm not saying everyone texts. My wife texts. And, but, you know, it, 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 the way people talk to each other, the way that people ask for some things, I hate to say it, I, I see the way people email me. Uh, trust me, I'm... People who... Not because of me, because of the, that's the role of rabbi, or very respectful in person. When I get these emails, they look at me like, it's like, like... I don't know who in the world they're talking to. I want to talk to a stranger in the street that way. And I get this email like, only in a subject header. You know, when can I, like, no hello, no shalom, no kultum, no thank you, not like best, whatever you want to say, no sincerely. It's like, in the header, you know, like, all of a sudden they got an email, it's like, they have no derech eretz, they don't cover for anybody. Fair rabbi, no covered. No covered abrius. He's saying this 80-something years about a letter, which... Most people you'd imagine wrote a letter, but there's something when you're thinking about another person, how you act with it. And honestly, I believe I, I, that the fact that people create emails and texts and communicate that way, it's not because they're bad people. It's just they, they posh it, have a lack of covered. Listen, somebody was in New York just told me recently, a religious New York, I mentioned not because it's New York, it can be anywhere in the world today, that they look at the kids today, an older person was telling this to me, they see how kids teach their parents today and they remember their generation there is no covet in this generation. It is a door believe covered. They look at the world today and there's just no covet. You know what? When I think about that, I do, think, I do see about the children, but I get these emails, I say to myself, it's like there's no covet. The way people communicate, I look at, you know, the way kids communicate to each other. Teenagers, so it, there's no covet. It's not like your machshiv, a person is covered for another person. This is what it says you write a letter. Ben Adon Lechaver lo garua. So he's talking to Yeshiva Bachram. He's on the Mir Yeshiva here. He's on the Mir Yeshiva in the 1920s and 30s when it was the best Yeshiva in Lithuania. Okay? Uh, 
And so he's talking to people who are into mitzvahs. So he says, Ben Adam Lechaver, when you trade, it's lo garua, me mitzvahs etrog. You know how you, buy, you ever see buying etrog in Yerushalayim? How the Bnei Yishu buy etrog in etrogim? They spend two minutes. They're saying, they're looking for the most beautiful etrog, esrog, pitum, and the lulav. There's, how exact? Are they in a rush to text the esrog in five seconds to get the esrog? They come to the esrog store and one second, I'm out of there. No, they sit there, they want to do a nice mitzvah. And, and how you treat another person is nothing less than that. How you treat another person, how you talk to a person. You, you know, all days you pick up a phone call, hello, how are you, how's your day, how, how are you feeling? No, we're too in a rush today. Hi, I need this. <laughs> you, know, oh, you know, how you treat another person is no less. So the first thing you do Get a nice piece of paper with good ink. Good ink. The oasis behiris. And depending, I mean, my, so when I write to myself, forget about it. No one can read my handwriting. It's, uh, my kids always wonder how I read my own handwriting. But you have to write it for somebody else. Is it, if I cream my hair, you can't. Is that honor to you? You have to squint to read my handwriting? Where is it? Where's the Chavon Lacherim on that? My Gam Dvarim Tahorim right? And to write clearly, legibly, articulate your words, think about your words. Not to be overly quick when you're writing. How have I today? You read your email over once before you send it out for five seconds. Uh, or you have spell check and you actually fix the automatic corrections that you can take when it's red or whatever you have. It should be a letter of respect. That you, you respect this person. If you were going for a job interview, right? I see the, I've seen some of the cover letters that the, the, the search committee is getting right now. You think they're writing emails to the search committee you know, in the subject, in the header? You think you think that their 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 letters like you know they're putting their best foot forward. There's a certain amount of honor. If someone comes and emails, uh, you know, with incorrect sentences or no shalom aleichem, no nice to meet you, or you're 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 not a ben adam. Number two, ube iker v'yichud kol mashen algel ben adam lechaveru. Whenever you're dealing with people, you need to do whatever you can to strengthen people, to help people. That should be your thought process. You know, to honor people. Also, and today, by the way, this is honestly today, people today are tzabrochen. You know what tzabrochen is? Broken. Yeah. Even the people you see smiling and laughing, many of them are tzabrochen people. They have their worries, and they have problems, and they have, you know, all kinds of real stressors in life. And you honor a person, you're giving to that person. You're making them feel like they are special. They're important. They're, there's something to you. That you are an important person. And they are. <laughs> yeah, and they are. But you're giving to them. That's how you are. Like, when you, you know... I miss you if it's somebody you're, you're, you're a relative or I think about your greatness or I think about whatever it is to give to the person. Uh, I would love to help you in this area. When you're writing a letter, think about how you could honor a person, help a person. 
Um, and then, number three, when you're writing a letter, when you're writing a letter, now, when you're writing a letter, a letter from kids from camp, that's the only letters I get ever. I don't get letters today. I get bills in the mail. Once in a while, I get a check. But I get bills in the mail. You know, the only letters I ever get written are my kids in sleepaway camp. Like, you know, so you can get a letter from a kid in camp. They can tell you their day. They can share. They can say thank you for sending me, or you know, have the sailor send money fast. <laughs> like, or hi mom, hi dad, or tati ima. You know, I uh, went swimming today. Uh, I need fifty dollars. Or could you keep the tip? No, they don't do, they don't do that. But, just, but you know, the point is, is there's letters and there's letters, right? When you're writing a letter, it's not just to get out of it. Today, when you write an email, the reason part of these emails are texts. Someone told me, why text? They don't have to have a phone conversation with everyone. It could be there's some rationale to that sometimes. Uh, but they just want to get, that says something. They want to get their information out or their request. Not have to say please and thank you 20 times. <laughs> and, you know, and basically skip the line and everything. It's quick and, quick and easy and out. So you can write letters in the old days that way. You know, uh, it's, it's, I have to write to my mom. I have to write to my dad. I have to write to the boss. And you just write a letter of perfunct. It's not just to write the letter to get Beyonce. This again, this is decades ago. But it's something that you get a letter from a person in the old days, you get a letter, it was something that was cherished. Something that was appreciated. And this is how you look to, when you do this, when you, when you can write a letter this way, or you can deal with others this way, you live differently, and you create a world of kavod chavercham. That's what Rabbi Yezra is saying. That's the path to the world to come. How you honor other people. How you treat uh, uh, other people. You know, on a small level, somebody gives a kid a share. Well, they want to talk about their relative. I find it to be a complete lack of kavod that people could talk then. They have to talk. This person, some of their mother that passed away, their father passed away. Do you know why they talk to not bad people? They're lacking in Kavod Acherim. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not joking. They, they, oh, they'll say, Rabbi Levine spoke for 25 minutes or 45 minutes. Or <laughs> All right. And I need a break. I want to eat. I want to relax. I want to see my girlfriends. To the men, they want to see the Chavra. But there's lack, it's a lack of Kavod Acherim. And some people leave sometimes. Again, there are times people need to leave. Sometimes it's just, it's just a lack of COVID. You know, it's just a lack of COVID for other people. You know, you think about what it means to honor a person. And, you know, even if you're not going to speak, how about to listen to them? Here they, they're sharing their most inner thoughts about their mother, or their, they got engaged, or they're married, or they have, some, they have a daughter, and they're happy. You know, a little COVID acherim. I, I, you think about other... That's the Chai Olam Haba. And if you get really good, you'll learn how to honor people, everybody, and make them feel good about themselves. And to really honor them. Because we all want to feel good about ourselves. Now, what is that one human being in the world, in the world, who doesn't want to and doesn't need to feel good about themselves? Everybody does. I remember once 
I was sitting in New York. I was with a very, very prominent rabbi, an elder rabbi. I think today, I don't, I don't think he's alive anymore. This, this is over 20 years yeah, ago. This is over 20 years ago. Um, I was at a Sherbrachas, and he spoke very well. I remember he went to his wife, and he said to her, I was sitting at the table, so I heard him say this to his wife. How was it? How did I speak? Everyone has a need to feel, to feel good about themselves. He wasn't looking for honor, but he wanted to feel that his words were impactful. You know, he put time and energy. I can appreciate that. Anyone who speaks, you appreciate like what it means. You put anyone. If you don't, if you do, we have a chashav amora, yeshiva preschool uh, over here. If you would do a project, right? Wouldn't you appreciate if a parent or a child say this is a great project? Why? Because you put your time and energy into it, right? It's a human. It's a human need. If you're a person. And by the way, they're great projects. I should give the honor. Amazing! Yeshiva Preschool. The projects are um, absolutely amazing. The knowledge they walk around with. My son R is ready for liquid yeshiva ready. Can't even imagine it. Um, so, but, there's a humanity that we all have for honor. And if you're good, you'll be able to give everyone honor. And that, the person who can do that. And I'm going to, you know, actually I'll, just, I'll start... I'm not going to really... I'll start the next piece. And this is very important. This is so important. So important. Did I say it's so important? It is so important, what I'm about to say. The closer you are to a person. It's harder to consistently give them the proper honor. Of course, parents. Well, we did parents. I'm going to skip parents for now. We'll do spouses soon. <laughs> no, spouses. Because I did parents last week. That was, that was coming up at the end. But you, that's 100% true. It's for sure the parents are that way. For sure parents. But I won't even before spouses. I'm talking about your friends, your girlfriends, your boyfriends, if, if any men, or I know they're men's this, but for, your, for the men. You don't have boyfriends. You don't have husbands. But, uh, right. Hopefully uh, the people with husbands don't have boyfriends. Right, exactly. Uh, but you, it means to give people you're friend with, I, I, the way I see people they talk to, they joke around. There's a, there's a, lack, of, there's a lack of honor. You know, you, know, you walk for a while. There's a, there's a, I'm not saying you're degrading to people. I'm not saying we do that. But real honor, they can feel people feel great. There are, great, there are individuals with this. But most, very hard. You know, if you, if you don't see somebody for many years, decades, 20 years, you have a class reunion with somebody, you say, Shalom Aleichem, I haven't seen you for years. You know, somebody has been for 25 years. You know, they, come, they come back into your life for a, a day. You're so happy to see them. You're giving them so much honor. I remember you're so amazing. It's so great. It's so fantastic. It's you know, we're in sixth grade. Yeah, sixth grade. Oh, it's amazing. Uh, and you give them, you honor them. You give them, you're, you're so happy to see you. It's so wonderful. But if you see a person day after day, or partners at work, you have a partner. By the way, you, Ohad and Shiran are actually quite good, actually, I must say. Um, that partners at work, you know, you get used to each other after a time. I'm not saying you treat people bad. I'm not talking bad about them. But to honor, honor somebody. 
and for neighbors. You know, you know the Dira on Eretz Yisrael, there's all kinds of neighbors there. They park on your lawn, and they make noise. But you're friends. There's your friends, your friends, your friends. But it's, it's hard to say every day. You know, you give them cover every... I remember once walking somebody, they want to walk the other way. Why are you going to bump into someone? I can't spend five minutes talking to them. I just can't do it. You know, if they do it once, they can do it. The next day, they can do it. The third day, forget about it. This can't, now, now again, there's a lot of people to rush. I mean, we all, but it, it becomes, it, it's day in, day out, with neighbors, with friends, good friends. The emails change. In the beginning, the emails were, dear so-and-so, or shalom, or hi. But afterwards, it's just like, you don't say hello anymore in the emails. It's just like shorthand. So you would say it's a sign of friendship. It's a sign of friendship. They were close. We don't even have to say hello. We can just text co-language. Uh, you know, you don't have to, what are they, emojis, what are they, those things, you know, like, you don't have to even put it anymore. Like, it puts, you know, smiley face, and so it puts like that, and you have all kind of conversations. There's no, there's no letters anymore. You can converse that way, and you can read the emotions based on the emojis. Right? Whatever, you know, but there's a lack of COVID. There's a lot, what happens is that relationship lacks COVID. Once I'm fish is one thing, I'm, not, I'm happy to take the question. Honoring your parents is the hardest. And perhaps more challenging is uh, to honor your spouse. Why? Honor. Honor your spouse. You know, I said this before, and I pick on the ladies. He actually says Ishtuk, he's on to men over here. But I say this all the time, I cannot understand a, a woman will put on makeup to go out with her girlfriends and not put on makeup for her husband. I cannot, for the light of me, understand it. I do understand that. But, but I, I, I cannot understand how a woman can dress up shaitol to leave the house. She should never leave the house without a shaitol. But in the house, oh my goodness, you know, forget about it. You know, if her guest comes, house has to look immaculate. For husband, listen, my house, sometimes, not because of my wife, she's amazing. Because of me, it's messy, the kids, you know. You know I'm not, it's a, but I'm talking about people who are so careful of their guests. So you want to say you honor your guests, okay? And sometimes you can't, it's impossible, certain things. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about where your, our heads are. <laughs> that it doesn't even occur to a person to honor their spouse. And why is it even harder with your spouse, perhaps, than a parent? Because your parents, if you grew up in a good from home, in a Yiddish Ahim, you know what a Yiddish Ahim is? Well, your mama's like, give me a sharm over here. <laughs> right? A bayit yudi. You grew up in a house where they honor their parents. You honor the parents. You get used to it from your little kid. You stand up for your parent, you talk to it. You know, in the Persian world, by the way, this is, they talk about the world today, when I look at Persians, the 50-year-old Persians, their 80-year-old parents, Oh my goodness, it's like they're, they're patriarchs. They're almost emoys. Today, the 20th, it's not, they lost that. That guy lost in Los Angeles and in New York. You know, it's much harder in America to have that. But they still have it better than Americans, Persians, because it's, you know, they're more Middle Eastern. They, have, they, don't, they haven't lost it as much as Americans. I'm serious, by the way. Today, like, that lady told me lack of COVID. Of course, the Jewish kids, they'll honor their parents, they'll stand up. But the COVID of absolute COVID today, unfortunately, is not nearly what it was. 
you know, but at least you stand up for your parents. You used to honor your parents. Your parents said to you, say please, say thank you, right? What happened? Every, every good mother teaches their daughter say, and son. Sons need more, they tell sons more often, right? Say please, right? When you leave the bathroom, put down the seats, you know, clean up after yourself, right? Little boys need to, right? Even preschool boys and up, they need to know, they need to know, they need to know this all the time. Clean up after yourself, don't leave your things on the floor. So your, your mother tells you that, your dad tells you that, Abba tells you that, Ima tells you. So you're in your house, you're used to honoring your parents. All of a sudden you get married. Your, your wife never told you, your husband never told you to say please, say thank you, right? Clean up after yourself. <laughs> right, you know, right? You communicate to each other. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. You, you better communicate. Nice yeah, 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 and you better. Because uh, oh, there's, there's always going needs. But I, what I'm saying is the challenge of honor, you're right about communication, but the challenge of honor is that you, it's, it's, we take it for granted. Right? So you'll leave your dirty dish or you'll do whatever. Like, you know, or you won't put on makeup when your husband comes home. You'll put on makeup if you go out with your girlfriend for a walk. Or, you know, you won't say, oh, you look so nice today. Or, like, great. Or, how can I help you? Or, you know, you're really doing amazing things because you're doing your own amazing things. I'm doing amazing things, so he does amazing things. Or, she's doing amazing things, so I'm also doing. I take out the garbage, she cleans up the table. I do this. So I don't have to give them honor. And we, we're, it's a partnership over here. By the way, I mentioned partnership is very challenging because everyone thinks they're doing the most, every, almost every partnership, that they're, real, they're both workers. I'm not talking about where one is a worker, one's a bum. Any partnership, the reason why there's lack of honor is everyone believes they do the most. Most marriages, the one spouse believes they're doing more. That's, a, that's the norm. That's the norm. They, everyone thinks, because they, why is that? They're doing what they're doing. I'm doing so much. They're, I'm doing so, everyone thinks they're doing so much. And they are, by the way. That's not that they're, they're, not, they're not lying to themselves. But the real honor is, because you're looking always at the other person, how to honor them, you say, wow, they're doing so much. They're doing so much. And they deserve honor. Um, and it's not like your parents. It's really tough. See, parents, there's challenges that, uh, that a spouse doesn't have. But you deal less with them, parents, when you get older. And you're built in from your youth to continually honor. I told you not to embarrass. To honor your spouse that's a challenge. And the truth is, I'll pick up on this next time about how to honor your spouse. But for all of us, we deal with people all the time. The, the people that are close to us, the people that we deal with, our friends, how we talk, how we praise, how we think, do we, you know, do, how we appreciate who they are, it's not just Derek Eretz. It's the internal world, which is the path to the world to come. Okay, we'll hold there.